Psalms chapter 84, and I am going to begin reading in verse number 1. The psalmist said, How amiable are thy tabernacles, O Lord of hosts! My soul longeth, yea, even fainteth for the courts of the Lord. My heart and my flesh crieth out for the living God. Yea, the sparrow hath found a house, and the swallow a nest for herself, where she may lay her young, even thine altars, O Lord of hosts, my King and my God. Blessed are they that dwell in thy house. They will be still praising thee. And the word selah is there, which means pause to consider or think about what you have just read. Blessed is the man whose strength is in thee, in whose heart are the ways of them, who passing through the valley of Baca, Make it a well. The rain also filleth the pools. They go from strength to strength. Every one of them in Zion appeareth before God. And everybody said, Amen. Who passing through the valley of Baca, make it a well. And I want to use that portion of scripture this morning to talk to you for a little while from this subject. You can make it. Amen. Turn to somebody and say that with me. You can make it. I want you to put the emphasis on the can. You can make it. Amen. Amen. You can make it. I don't care what life may be trying to tell you right now or what kind of story is being spun by your enemy. You can make it. Amen. You can make it. And everybody said amen. God bless you. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Life's road is ever a changing road. There are never any two days that are really ever the same. I think all of us have found that to be true. Each day, each morning brings its own set of uncertainties. There are the unknowns about every day. Yet we live in faith and confidence that God is with us and nothing shall overtake us but what has passed through His hand and through His care. But life is an ever-changing road and it is an ever-twisting and turning path. There are some strange and bizarre things that happen along life's highway. And some of that is found in the road that you actually have to travel. The road that you must pass down in this journey of life is fraught with danger and with perplexity. It leads us down paths that we often do not understand. There are times that we travel highways of life that we just simply do not 
understand. We do not know why God has chosen that our path would follow in such a route. But I have learned this much about the Lord, and that is if I will trust Him, I know that He will lead me on. Human experience tells us to expect the unexpected. There's something about all of life that tells us that we ought to know that tomorrow is an unknown and we are going to have to deal with it as such. But even when we expect those things, most often we are still not prepared for those things. Life is like a journey up a mountain and down through the valley, full of twists and turns, some of them close and dangerous. And then there are times when the road stretches out before us forever and it seems that we've never had a problem. And it suddenly turns the corner and then again we start over. Life is that way. And so it is in Scripture. The Bible paints for us the image of life and an experience of human life that we can draw experience from and strength from this morning. We read about a valley known as the Valley of Baca. In all of my study and all of the research that I have been able to conduct Nobody is certain what exactly the psalmist was talking about. There are some that believe he was speaking of a literal place outside of Jerusalem that the pilgrims had to pass through on their way. There is one story about a Bedouin who was running from his enemy and he lost his dromedary, he lost his camel in the midst of the battle And there, laying beside his only means of escape, he cries and weeps. And thus it is known as the valley of weeping. It is not sure, but there is, uh, there, there is a place called the valley of, uh, Wadi or something of that nature. I, I don't remember off the top of my head the exact termination, but It, it was also a place that was near Jerusalem that was filled with uh, trees that would exude a sap from their berries and their leaves. And so they looked like they were weeping trees. The truth is nobody really knows whether it was a real valley or it was just an image or it was just a symbol of something that we will go through In life, but whatever, whether it was a real place, the psalmist wrote about it as if it were a real experience. It was a real place to him. It was a place where his life had brought him where tears had fallen. It was a place of sorrow. One translation calls it a very dry and barren place. It was a testing ground. It was a hard place. It speaks of those difficult places in life that we often find ourselves. The lonely places, the gloomy way that life takes us. 
a place where trouble comes and sorrows mount up on every side. It is that place in life that is full of difficulty and it is full of trouble for every traveler. It is a place in life where there is a veil of tears. Not just one or two, but buckets and buckets of tears. Anybody know a place like that? Praise God. And we will all walk through such a place in this journey of life. At some point or other, our life will take us through such experiences. All of us at some point in our life are going to experience lonely days and gloomy nights and places where troubles and sorrows come more easily than the morning news. We're going to find ourselves through life going into places of such a nature. And we will all, we will all walk through this valley at some time in our life. And some for us, some of us, we go through it many times. This happened to be on the way to the house of God. This traveler was on his way to church when he had to pass through this difficult place and this difficult encounter. And when I read about this passage, I read and note certain things about this man that makes me want to, uh, I want to pattern my life after him. The Bible said, this man passing through the valley of weeping or the veil of tears or the place of sorrow or the valley of disappointment. The Bible says of him that he makes it a well. The first thing that the word spoke to me this week was that whoever we are and wherever we are in life, we ought to all be trying to make it a better place than what it was when we came into it. None of us are here by accident. And life is not always about being fair, but it is about being faithful. And there are many things about this journey that do not always make sense to me. I can't always give you an answer as to why things happen why young men die and why people pass from our midst and we don't hear from them any longer. I don't know why. I don't know why some of you have gone through the trial of your life over the last few months. But I am here to tell you that life is not fair, but you must be faithful. And if anything happens today, there ought to be something born in somebody that said, you know what? I'm not going to just sit by and whine and cry about what's come to my life. I'm going to take some time to make this a better place because I have been here. I get so tired of whiny people. I get so tired of hearing people sometimes moan and groan about how unfair or how uneven things are when they have not taken one ounce of strength to try to make 
their situation better. They just like to complain about it. The psalmist tells me that here is a man who came into a difficult place in life. And instead of sitting around and crying over spilt milk or crying about the things that were unfair of life, he said, you know what? I think I can do something. I think I can change the atmosphere around here. I think I can do something that will alter the landscape. And I am going to make this a better place than I found it. I may have come into this place and it was dry and it was waterless. But when I leave here, somebody else is going to be able to come here and drink because I have made up my mind. I'm going to make something of my sorrow and I'm going to make something of my difficulties and my troubles are not going to torment me all of my life. Praise God. There are hardships all along the road of life and I am not here this morning to make fun of you. I am not here to make light of any situation that you're going through. But there are hardships all along the road of life. If you haven't figured that out yet, God bless you. You are in for some rough times. Life is filled with hardships. Difficulties that can derail your dreams and troubles that can torment your life and hardships if you are not careful that can handicap you. But you can make this a better place. Amen. How long has it been since you looked around at your situation and said, you know what? I'm not waiting on somebody else to help it get better. I'm not waiting on somebody to come along with the perfect answer to make it better. I'm not waiting on somebody to come along and lay hands on me or prophesy. You know, there's a lot of people that come to church just so they can get, quote unquote, a word from the Lord. And I'm not making light of that. But they live their life dependent on somebody prophesying over them or saying something over them. And you know what I've found in life? There's times when I really need a prophecy. I don't get one. But I've learned that when I go through those times, it's not up to anybody else. It's up to me. It's up to me to make it better. It's up to me to take the situation and turn it and make it work for my good. And I can do that if I will. Oh, I know. I know we love that verse of Scripture that said that God works all things for the good. And we like that. We want God to do everything for us. But I've lived long enough to know that God's left some things for me to do. And some things aren't going to get better until I get better. Some things aren't going to improve until I decide this is going to get better. Amen. This isn't going to change because I curse it. It's not going to change because I'm angry. It's not going to change because I get mad. It's not going to change because I jump up and down in my corner and scream. It's not going to get better because I throw things. It's not going to get better because I blast somebody else. It's going to get better because I am going to do something while I'm here to make this a better place. Amen. How long has it been since you really thought about making this a better place? Amen. Praise God. Praise God. I'm going to make this a better place. I'm not going to gripe about what I don't like. I'm not going to complain about what's not right. I'm going to get busy and do what is right. And that's dig a well. 
Let's get some water flowing around here. Let's get some spirit moving in the place. You know, it's easy to sit around and complain about what's not right about a service, but what about you and I getting involved with some digging and get some wells flowing around here so somebody can get some refreshment, so somebody that really is thirsty and dying can find refreshment. Why don't somebody in this place join with this preacher today and say, you know what, I'm tired of just sitting around moping about about how bad things are. There's something within my power right now. There's something within me right now that can make this a better place. If I just want to make it a better place, I can make it a better place. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. You ought to make it a better place than it was when you came. Amen. Number two, you ought to build something that will last beyond your life. Stop waiting on someone else to make you happy. Stop waiting on something to happen to make things better. Praise God. I thought about this while we were worshiping a while ago. Sometimes when we come to church, it takes some... A long time to get to that place where they really need. But you know what? And I've been accused of just blindly coming in. And and, uh, you know, you just kind of close everything else out. You don't even pay attention. That's right. Because I came here to make this a better place. If I want to, I can sit with a critical eye. I can get my little ink pen out and my pad. And I can look around and say, oh, look over there. Look who's that. Oh, I don't like that. I didn't like that song. I didn't like that tempo. I I didn't like that arrangement. You know what I learned a long time ago? I can worship with country and western music. I can worship with Dixie band music. I can worship with hip hop music. I don't care what kind of music it is. There's something in me that decided a long time ago that when I've got a chance to worship God, if it's rag, if it's if it's blues, if it's jazz, if it's contemporary, whatever it is, if it's bluegrass, I have come to worship God. I have come to magnify the Lord. I have come to exalt Him and lift Him up. I'm not waiting on somebody else to make me better. I am going to do what I can to make myself better. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Somebody's always waiting on something to happen. And something doesn't happen. And so they keep waiting. Stop waiting on someone else to bring you happiness. Whoo! Stop waiting on somebody else to make your day. Why don't you make your day? Praise God. Oh, you didn't come to church for this, did you? Well, I didn't come here for this either, but this is what God gave me earlier this week, and so I decided I might as well give it to you. 
It may be a little crude, but it's the way God spoke to me. He said, you need to worship like your life depends on it because it does. If you're going to get through this situation, if you're going to get through this trial, if you're going to get through this problem, if you're going to get through these sorrows, you're not going to get through them because you lay down and cry about it. You're going to get through them because you worship like your life depended on it. You're going to get through it because you dug, you dug, you dug, and you just kept digging until you got through all the sorrow and you got through all the tears and you get through all the anger and you get through all the resentment until you get down to the glory and the grace of God. You just keep on digging. Hallelujah. 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 Stop crying about your losses and start making a difference where you are. Praise God. Woo. Worship like your life depended on. Because it does. If you're going to get through this place, it's not going to be because somebody else came along and got you through it. You're going to get through it because you took time to make it a better place. You're going to get through it because you took time to do something about it. I like the phrase in the scripture. It says they make it a well. I'm not real smart, but I know what make means. And it doesn't mean chance. It doesn't mean, it doesn't mean, uh, 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 magic. It doesn't mean something that was unprepared for. It, it doesn't mean something that was just by luck or, or, or the draw. It's, it's something that was intentional. They had to make themselves do it. Do you hear me this morning? You can make it. You can make it. I don't care what's happened to you. I don't care what you're going through. You can make it a better place. You can make it a better time in your life right now. Some of you, I, I, I'm not picking on anybody this morning. Please uh, pardon my phraseology maybe, but... There's some people that they're just so miserable right now. They're, they're just unhappy and they want everybody to know they're unhappy and they try to make everybody around them unhappy. I have to be careful when I look out across the congregation because some of you think I'm picking on you, but I'm not. I'm just telling you, some people are just unhappy and they want everybody else to be the same way. And I just don't like to look at that all the time. I don't, I, I, I don't even want to think about that because I've got enough troubles of my own. And, and then I come in and I have to pick up somebody else's trouble. That's not what I'm here for. I'm not here to, 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 to belittle you, but there's some people that all they do is sit around in the gloom and the despair of the moment and they think, oh, I'm, I just, I'm not going to make it. I'm not going to get through all this. I don't think I can handle this. I don't think I can deal with any more pressure. I don't think it's my, my crazy. I'll tell you how crazy it is. Well, back when Ike happened, I'm going to tell on my family, but not, not this family here, but my extended family. When Ike happened and everybody was without electricity, my niece came over to my brother's house and they, she came in and, and just all in a different, just, oh, just like, and they thought something had happened. She'd come in, she plopped herself down, she said, oh, life is over. Oh, I just, life is over. And they said, what do you, what do you mean life is over? She said, it's just over. I, I, I just can't handle it. They said, what do you mean? She said, I just can't live without air conditioning. 
And I'm not, I'm not, she's not, we're not just laughing. I'm, she's serious. Life's over. We don't have any air conditioning. I can't, life's over, Brother Hughes. I, I, I don't have that job that pays a hundred thousand dollars a year. I, I can't do everything my flesh wants to do. I don't, I'm not being favored like everybody else is being favored. I don't have all, I can't make that. Oh, you know what? The truth is that image of my niece is an image of life in this day in which we live. We just throw up our hands so often and we say, oh, I can't deal with this anymore. And the truth is you can deal with it. You can make it. I don't care what's happening in your life. And I, I don't, please don't misunderstand. I don't mean I don't care, but it doesn't matter. Let me rephrase, put it like that. It doesn't matter what's happening in your life. If you understand there's a principle that is within, there is a there is a truth that lies within every one of us. And that God put it there. And that is the ability to rise up and say, you know what? I am going to make a difference. I'm not going to lay down and die. I'm not going to give up and turn back. I'm not going away from here. I'm going to stand my ground. I'm going to dig a little if I have to. But I'm going to make this a better place because I was here. Praise God. That's what I want to do every time I come to church. I want to make this a better place because I was here. Amen. I want to find somebody I can encourage. I want to find somebody I can lift up. I want to worship like my life depended on it because it does. I want to make it happen. Amen. I want to make it happen. I'm not waiting on it to happen. I'm not waiting on somebody to wave a magic wand and all of a sudden everything's taken care of. Life doesn't work that way. There is no genie in a bottle. And those numbers you keep waiting to come up with to win the lottery are just not going to come most likely. Oh, Brother Hughes, if I could just win the lottery, I'd, I'd get out of debt. I'd pay the church note off. I, oh, God bless your heart. I appreciate you feeling that way, but I'm not waiting for that to happen. I'm not going to build air castles because somebody said, Oh, Brother Hughes, if I, if I ever, if I, God blesses me, I'm telling you what I'm going to do. Why don't you bless him with what you've got? He might increase what you've got. <clears throat> That's a concept to think about. That's... Uh, that's it's like that one guy was telling his neighbor he said oh you know but you know, we've been buds for a long time he said we've been farmers neighbors we've helped one another he said i'm telling you what there's nothing i wouldn't do for you he said i mean I, i'd give you and he started naming off all these things he said man i just anything i if i if i had i just give half of it to you if i had a million dollars i'd give you half of that if i had my grain full or my barns full of grain i'd give you half of my grain whatever it is i had i would give you half of it he said oh what what are that's that's one he said won't you give me one of your pigs and so oh one, one of my pigs and now he had a pig all that other stuff he didn't have it was just in his mind if he had it he would give it but he did have a pig and the house oh, 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 wait, wait a second 
That's the way a lot of us are sometimes. We'll talk, we'll tell God about all the things we will do if we get this or if we go there or you help me get through this and I'll do that. And God said, hey, why don't you do something with what you've got right now? It's not perfect. It's not ideal. It's not what you would have wanted. It's not what you liked. It's not what you chose, but it's what life has brought you. How long has it been since we've made lemonade out of the lemons that life has dealt us? Woo! And not make us sour over it. Some people get all puckered up. It's funny sometimes, but you ought to have my job. You, you just ought to have my job. It's, it's great. It's great. Praise God. Oh, yes. But passing through the valley of Baca, they make it a well. They worshiped like their life depended on it. They worked like their life depended on it. They prayed like their life depended on it. They gave like their life depended on it. Because their life did depend on it. Amen. Nobody else is going to do it for you. Amen. Nobody else is going to do it for you. No, I can't. I, I wish that I could do that for some people, but I can't. You've got to do it for yourself. Amen. There is no valley of hardship or there is no trial of life that is so severe, but that through your faith and through your earnest and diligent work, you cannot make a fertile place in your life. Amen. You can make it work. You can make it through this. I said you can make it through this. No matter what you're having to go through, no matter what you're facing, no matter the tears that you've shed, no matter the heartache that you've been dealt, no matter how difficult and how, uh, how troublesome life has become, how different our troubles would look. If we only viewed them from God's point of view. Amen. And so they pass through the valley. And they make it a well. They're on their way to a better place. And they know that. They remember that they are but pilgrims. This is not their home. This is not their lot in life. It's just a passage. Man, somebody say it's just a passage. Just a passage. It's a way to get me to where God wants me to go. Amen. Where God wants me to be. And sometimes it's fraught with tears. And sometimes it's filled with sorrow. Sometimes there are hurts and deep anguish. But you can make it. I said you can make it. I don't, I don't care who you are. The weakest among us can make it. I said the weakest among us can make it. There are homes right now that are in misery because somebody in that home is waiting on something to happen to change their home environment. Quit waiting and start doing something to change it yourself. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. Praise the Lord. Make it. Make it. Make it. Make it. The sound of worship 
ought to be the sound that comes from every lip when they pass through the valley of Baca. The sound of praise should not be a strange, strange sound. It should be a common sound as we pass through those dark places. Oh, God, help me to quit being a taker in life. Help me to quit being the person who goes through life always grabbing and reaching and never giving. God, help me to worship like my life depended on it. Help me, God, to quit waiting on things to get better and start making them better. Amen. Help me, God, that my joy will not be in things, but it will be in you. It's not always about praying the storm away in your life. I have found that it's more often about learning how to dance in the rain. Praise God. You can make it. I said you can make it. That anger, that bitterness, that, that, that explosive feeling in you right now of wanting to get revenge and, and get even and hurt and all of those. That, that can all pass. It can all pass. You can, you can lay all that down. You can make it. You can get through all that. If you'll just make up your mind, nobody else is going to be able to change this. Nobody else is going to be able to alter this. If anybody, it's going to be me. I have to make up my mind that this is going to be a better place because I'm here. Amen. This is going to be a better. My family's going to be better because I'm in it. Amen. My church is going to be better because I'm in Our worship is going to be better because I'm worshiping. Praise God. Amen. You can make it. Stand with me. Amen.